The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Hi, it's Mariana. I'm the co-founder of Summer Fridays and host of the Life with Mariana podcast. This episode really feels like a dream come true for me. I am a millennial girl. I grew up listening to No Doubt. I had my Walkman, I had my CD, and it just is very surreal to me that I'm even saying that this episode is with the Gwen Stefani. Like if I could go back and tell my teenage self or even my current self that I was doing this, I would really just not believe it. And sitting down to record this episode, I see why Gwen Stefani has had such an amazing career with longevity, all that she's accomplished, because she is just so charismatic. I had the best time recording with her. And I really felt like I got to learn so much more about her than I even knew. And I think you guys will too. We talk about her journey with motherhood and balance and maybe not having balance and too many good things to choose from. Starting her new makeup brand, Give, that's available at Sephora, where she finds inspiration from. She even scrolls Pinterest just like us and what she does when she needs to feel some inspiration. And I love this practice that she had. So if you guys are listening to this episode, I would love to send you some goodies from the two of us. So we've got some Summer Fridays and Give Beauty to send you. So just screenshot this episode and tag me and Gwen Stefani, wherever you guys are listening to this or share something from the episode. And I'm going to pick five of you to send some goodies from. So you'll get a DM and we'll send you a few products that I hope you guys will love. I know you guys are going to love this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast because I've got new episodes every Tuesday. I obviously know what you do now for a job, but what did you want to do or be when you grew up? Did I grow up yet? (laughs) I'm working on it. I really was one of these kind of kids that had not like long-term goals or dreams because I I grew up just basically like floating through and like I had this older brother that's my baby brother over there but my older brother is like this really talented artist um, creative person like lots of like just I did everything he wanted me to do you know what I mean so I didn't really think that far ahead so that's a, a loaded question but I think that I just I had no idea I just really didn't have any kind of idea what I was going to do. I kind of was panicking about it, too. I was kind of like, if I can just get through high school, like, then I'll figure it out. I ended up going to, like, junior college, uh, Cyprus College first. Then I went to Fullerton College because my friends were there. Then I finally, like, transferred to Cal State. And I was like, okay, listen, like, you are not good at school. We know that. But you love art. I mean, that's like the one thing I didn't really know what you could do in art. So I started taking art as a major. And that was when I was like, okay, like at this point, I'm still living at home. I live with my parents. I'm 24, 25. I'd already written like just a girl, all the songs. And we'd been in the band for nine years, going to school for forever. Yeah. Since 17 in the band. And then I just was like, I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to paint the Tragic Kingdom cover. Like I want it to be like an orange crate, like art, you know? And, and so I started doing all these art classes, life drawing. I was like, yeah, I'm finally home. Like, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'm good at this. And then 
they were like, just a girl got on the radio. And then <laughs> that's the rest of my life. Like, you know, from there. But it was uh, very blessed that I got what I got. I'm not like if you knew me, you can ask my brother. He's right there. Like, I am just really ordinary, passive girl from Orange County that just got lucky. Well, you talked about Just a Girl, and I grew up listening to No Doubt. So it's like I've known this song, what feels like a lot of my life, but it's got this like second wave now with TikTok. It's, it's weird. It's crazy, right? Yeah. And I'm not like super TikTok literate. Like I don't, I'm kind of proud of myself that I'm just because it's like there's only so much time in life, but it's been fun to get to know some of the people that are actually really good at it. And so the fact that the songs are sort of like having a new life on there is just something you could have never predicted. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, what? Especially a song like that, that when I wrote it, I, I even when I wrote it, I was like, oh, I know this is going to be like a moment in my life that I captured, but it's going to like, I'm going to grow up, but I'm not going to be a girl. I'm going to be a lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that would be weird to sing this song when I'm older. And weirdly, lyrically, this, the lyrics just keep lasting and being kind of relevant. And so I'm quite proud of that. It was just one of those things that you do in your life, which I'm sure you've had with your company, like where you just, it just comes to you. Like it just kind of comes like, like, like a, an answer to a prayer, or not even a, like a dream or a prayer it just is there. And you're like, I got to do this. And then it turns into something that's bigger than you thought. And that's kind of everything that happens to, that's happened to me in my whole life. <laughs> what did the song mean to you then? And what do you think it means to you now? I think then it was really a simple, like I tried to describe myself when I was younger, I was very simple. And then you start to become like a teenager and like you're walking to school and like somebody whistles at you and you're like, what, what does that mean? You know, like you start to discover your sexuality and the power you have within that. And then you start to realize that you're actually kind of a victim in some ways, because like my dad's like, no, you got to be home at this time. This could happen to you. You're like, oh my gosh, like. I'm actually, I'm like, people prey on me. Like, you just have these realizations as a human, right? And I think I started to try to think about that. Like, it was a sarcastic way of saying, like, yeah, I, I'm just this. You know what I mean? And obviously, I'm just a person. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really think about it outside of that. And then I just wrote a song about it. It was very, like, off the cuff, sort of sitting in home in my parents' house, like, wrote the song. Like, didn't even think much about it, except for that it really, like, was so real to like what I felt at that minute. And when I was writing all those songs, I didn't even write a song. And then all of a sudden I just wrote a song. Like it was like really like out of nowhere. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I just all of a sudden wrote one. I was like, oh, I didn't know I could do like I couldn't. It's like if somebody like all of a sudden did like backflips down like the driveway and they were like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do a backflip. <laughs> it was like that. And, and then I just kept writing them. And I remember showing them to my dad. And my dad was like, well, and he's like, and like, kind of like, this, like, I showed your song to this guy at work and like, it's really good. Like, you should just like, don't change anything. Like, just keep going. Like, you know, he was very much like encouraging me, like you, you're on to something here. Not that he ever said we would make it, but he did think that the, the writing was good. And I was like, oh my God, I'm good at something. <laughs> like, it was really the beginning of my life when I wrote my first song. And how is writing a part of your life now? Like, even if it's not for music, oh do you God. journal? Why are you, you practices? I was <laughs> having this whole conversation with myself about this this morning. I think that the older you get and like the being so like blessed and being able to have like, you know, somebody pay attention to your, you at all in the world, let alone like your art or your, your position in life or your, your ideas. Like, it's just such a thing that we all want so bad. And when you actually get so kind of spoiled, like I have been, like where it's like, oh, I'm going to think this up and someone's going to 
say, oh, that was good. Or I relate to you or you saved my life, like, or whatever the things that I've, I've got to experience. If you don't want to stop, like you always want that, like you want to press that button again. It feels good. You know, it's no different than like pressing onto Instagram and posting something. And you're like, oh, I want to see what it's the reaction that I've had even before social media with just writing music. So I'd love that. I feel like that's the one thing that's kind of made me feel like I'm something in the world by writing the music. So to stop would make me feel, you know, I feel it's hard for me to stop. And so like I, I do write all the time, but uh, it's one of those things, you know, like I was thinking about this today. Like if I want to go do a show, like I did the Honda Center last weekend, I could just go do that show if I want. And it's, I'm so lucky like that, but I still like to write the new ones because they still capture where I'm at in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I still love writing. I just, I just think it's just one of those things where you're like, I know that this is, it takes a lot of time up. And like, we were talking about time before we started, like what should I be doing with my time right now? You know, when you're a mom and when you're a wife and you just want to make sure that you don't miss anything because you, it just goes so quick and you can continue to like, like for me, when I write songs, it's kind of like an ego thing. Like it's like, oh, I wrote this song. like it makes me feel good about yeah. myself. <laughs> and then, you know, I want to share it, but it's like, I kind of feel like I'm forcing it on people sometimes. On my little life update right now, what I'm getting ready for is Paris Fashion Week. And when I'm going for fashion weeks, I definitely overpack way too many things. And if you are like me, we have all been there. We're trying to fit in everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase that is bursting at the seams. With base, there's room for everything. So if you have 15 pairs of underwear or deciding between so many pairs of shoes, you can bring them all with base. In the case of traveling, actress and model Shay Mitchell is just like all of us. She's looking for ways to make travel a breeze, and that's why she created Base. It's the perfect luggage that's fashionable and functional. And if you're going on a trip or just want to refresh your luggage, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash Mariana. Base has really thought of everything you could want in a piece of luggage from 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator because yes, I'm an overpacker, but I somehow always get it the exact right weight, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized because that definitely helps me when I'm bringing so many things. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and if you're going on a shorter trip, the weekender bag is super functional. I just took this one on a trip with me to Italy, and it was the perfect size, and it even has a place to store your shoes separately. Each piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash Mariana. Go to basetravel.com slash Mariana for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Mariana. I want to talk about my hair. I recently just got a haircut. I came out of New York Fashion Week. I am getting ready to head to Paris. And I'm in a time right now where I'm washing my hair frequently. I'm styling it a lot. And I really just need to take care of the quality of my hair. And that really starts for me in the shower. So no matter what kind of hair day that you are having, we all want these quick fixes and habits that work to create effortless routines. Way helps you find your way back to healthier hair with products specifically formulated for all hair types and needs. Yes, even yours. I love their products because they really work to fix my hair, to tackle a problem that I'm having, or for the type of hair that I have. So I kind of have like a fine medium hair, but I like a lot of volume and then I style it a lot. So I need things like hair oil to help the ends of it so that it stays really nice when I'm styling it all the time. 
So if you want to fix your hair fast for healthy looking hair, try Way's Best Selling Hair Oil. It's a multitasking oil that smooths frizz and seals split ends for a high gloss, super smooth finish. It also helps keep your color from fading and can be applied on wet or dry hair. And it also protects your hair from heat damage. And since I'm styling all the time, I really want to make sure I'm doing that. So no matter what kind of hair you have, Way's hair oil will rejuvenate your hair so it's healthier and more vibrant and smells incredible. They have really sophisticated and feminine floral fragrances with notes of violet and gardenia. Get your fast fix for healthy looking hair. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Mariana15 for 15% off any purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com code Mariana15. You've done so many great things and like songs that are iconic. And I think with you, you, I think about like longevity, right? So I think like for you, I've seen so many celebrities come and go, but like for you, it's like, I have loved you and followed you. And like for so long that like you still are who you are today and you still have so many amazing things to look forward to. So like, how do you think about your career and like what you're doing and what you continue to like bring on your plate? Cause you could say, okay, like I've done the things I want. Like I'm just gonna, it is really a weird place right now in my life with all of those questions. Like I swear to you, like all I did this morning (laughs) was talk, talk about this. I just feel like it's one of those things like balance is impossible, but it's one of the things you need to just try to get. And I think the most, obviously you just have to sort of like make a chart and be like, okay, what is number one? What is number two? Like what, what you, cause you can't predict how you're going to feel. Like we were talking about starting give and I started give because I had done other things in my life with like building companies with, you know, lamb, which was just beyond a dream. Like I was like, I don't even know at that time, nobody was doing stuff like that. But I was like, I want to make my own clothing line. Like I can do it. Like I was so naive about it. I just was like, I'm going to go do this. Like, and it wasn't just me. Like someone asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, oh, you're going to pay for it. All right, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be at New York Fashion Week. And I was like, (laughs) it was crazy. And like, I'd always made my own clothes. My mom made my clothes. My mom, her mom made our, you know what I mean? It was like all in our family, the sewing and being creative in that way. And so I wanted to do that. But I I think that like after when my life fell apart, people know this, whoever's probably even listening right now, but but I, you know, my family fell apart. And at that point it was like, I really needed to assess everything and try to pick up and like go on to the next chapter. And I felt like I wanted to start something really new and fresh that was sort of like going to be my legacy, like my thing that I did after I got my life back together. And that was give, like, it was like, out of all the things that I've worked on, like, I think it's really fun to do clothes, but it feels very, like, specific. You know what I mean? Like, when I did handbags, like, then more people can enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And like we talked about, like, more is more. Like, the more people that can, like, pay attention to you, <laughs> like, yay. You know what I mean? I really like doing things that were, you know, broad like that, like, out of all the things that I'd done. So to be able to do makeup, which has always been my, probably my first love, my first thing that I identified with as like, I'm good at this. Like, this is, this is what makes me feel good. This is what I, I don't know why, like, why do I like pizza? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I just, and so like from, from the very early days, like makeup for me and I was just always like, you know, well, it's back in style, Barbies, you know, hair makeup. Like I was the one that cut everybody's hair and curled it and curling iron burns and like, you know what I mean? Like I was the one, even guys, like I would be the one that came over you know, gave everybody haircuts. And I just always liked that kind of stuff. Loved like anything that was like old vintage, like we used to watch old movies and watch the makeup. And so I ended up being a makeup artist when I was about like 20, maybe. 
and I worked at Ultima 2. And when they had, they had the original Nakeds, they were called. And I believe they were, I never heard of anything called Nakeds until that happened. And then there was a brand called Borghese, you might've heard of it, Italian brand. So I did those two. And I honestly like didn't have any experience. Like they were like, okay, like they didn't even give me like a lab coat or nothing. Like they were like, just open the like thing. Clinique was here and they were like, make a display and like, People would come in and they would be like, can I have a sample? Can you do my makeup? And I would just be like, yes. And nobody bought makeup from me, but. <laughs> well, they might makeup from you now. And I feel like for you, it's like your beauty looks are so iconic. Like I can think back over the years of like looks that you've created and looks that you've done. And like a lot of those trends are coming back now. Like they're mimicking That's like so styles weird. that you had before. That's weird. I mean, everything feels like it's being recycled in some way right now. I think I think that's probably I was trying to analyze it. I was thinking because like back in the day, what we had to reference was like my mom's pictures when she was in the 1960s and she graduated from high school and like her hair, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, you would see old movies and that would be something that would inspire us because you didn't have the internet, right? You didn't have, you go to the library and look at an old book with like 1970s models or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was very like, it was like a long drawn out thing to be inspired. And, um, or just, you know, Vogue magazine or any of the magazines back then, catalogs, Sears. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. that's what we looked at. So I think to have like instant access to like all these, the whole, everything that's ever happened, especially in style, like just go to Pinterest and be like, okay, you know, what happened in the 19, you know, 60s? Like, I want that makeup. You can just find it and you can find every version of it from every decade. And you know what I mean? So to be able to like be creative with all that access to information is just a different time. And it's kind of super exciting. And I think that's one of the other reasons I started wanting to do a makeup line because I had collaborated with Urban Decay with Wendy and she came up at the same time as me. We're like the same age. She's from Newport. I'm from Anaheim. She built this whole company herself and she has two little boys. And it was just like very like similar stories. She did that collaboration with me. And that was after I had worked with, you know, Revlon, L'Oreal, like all the, and when I got those, gigs like I was like you guys should pay me more because you don't understand like I'm like a makeup fanatic like you got the right girl like I could talk about makeup all day long like if you know if you know about makeup like I know about makeup or if you are obsessed like I'm about makeup then you know you're talking the same language as me like we could talk about it I did that and then I remember laying in bed with Blake and the palette had come out and we he's like "Ooh, let's go watch another video because all these girls were like taking these these makeup palette and making their own looks and this is like back when it was kind of newish, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure it was happening before I discovered it, but it was like all these like, you know, influencers. And I was like, what's that? Like, you know, cause it was just new at the time. And so it was just very cool to watch. For me, it's like the trickle down effect of the inspiration in the beauty world is we all just, I don't know, it, unless you're into it, you don't care, but if you're into it, it's just really exciting. And that's why we're here right now yeah. talking to each other. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I came down there to talk to you because we're excited about makeup and products and how you just said it when I walked in, how it makes you feel. If you feel like your skin is fresh and good and da da da, then you can just walk out the door and go on with all the other things you need to do to do in your day. And that's kind of I feel the exact same way. And I just I feel like it's really exciting to be, able, especially at my age, to be able to share that with people. Like I think there's a lot of people out there that don't understand like the power. You know, like I wrote a song back in the day called "Magic's in the Makeup." Like way long time ago. So I'm saying like, it's like always been there for me. And so now to be able to be in this world has been 
super exciting. I think the creative part of it is the thing I love, obviously, the most. And not only that, but just like, like I love design. So I love like, I'm sure you're in the same when you get to design a product and it's no different than writing a song or, you know, putting an outfit together. It's the, the process of getting creative and like being like, okay, this is the formula. Like this, this is what I like. And I made this up with obviously the help of factory yeah. and like <laughs> all these amazing chemists and stuff like that. But, and then being able to share it is just like cool. At what point were you like, okay, I've done this with other brands. I work with other people. Like it's time for me to do my mm-hmm. own. And why the name give? I think it was after working with some of the bigger companies, they had come to me like saying, oh, let's do this or let's do that. And I was kind of like, okay, but I want to do it like this or like that. And they'd be like, no, we're just going to do it like this, like that. And I'd be like, I don't really feel like comfortable doing that. You know what I mean? Just because it's like, if I'm going to put something in the world, then it has to be something that I truly, truly like believe in. Like, I feel like there's been on my journey, like so many people that have trusted me, whether it be like to listen to the song or again, like buy a handbag, whatever it is, I always want it to be real. Like, you know, I want it to be pure, like from an artistic point of view. So I just guess I felt like I just needed to do it myself. And I also like explained, like it was that timing in my life where I wanted to do so. I I thought about all the different, like I thought about for a minute, I wanted to do this other company. I had a couple of things out there, but the makeup for me was just always something like after doing the urban decay thing and then and I just felt like it was like it's so authentic to who I am like I just wanted to do it. and give was as you know every name in the world's already taken <laughs> so that was really rough I went through so many names and I used to sign my name G X like with like X being the kiss or whatever and forever I was always thinking about how makeup is not just for you in the morning but it's also like I did this for you like you're looking at me I'm not looking at me You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at you and you decided to look beautiful like that for me today. And I know that like and you you notice that when people put on, you know, their makeup, like I'll go in and see some girl with some crazy eyeliner and be like, I'll for sure be like, just so you know, like that eyeliner is so amazing. Like you just I know I know you took your time this morning on that. Like, thank you, you know, because it's she's given it to me. So I felt like give was like a really good way to describe what makeup does for yourself and for somebody else, you know. So that's kind of how I came up with it. And then your personal style, how does it carry over to the brand, the products that you have? Like, who is this brand and product for? I think that for me, like, I always kind of selfishly start with what would I like if it, it if it passes the test of what I would like, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's the same for you. Like, you're not going to put something out. I mean, we're not all the same when it comes to makeup and skincare. Like that is for sure. I think I start with me, but then of course, like, you know, some people, like I like a really sticky, thick lip gloss. Like that's what I like. Cause I like when it just dries on there and it's sort of there forever. Cause I, I have that lifestyle. Other people like to just put it on there and like feel it, move it around. And, you know, they want that buttery feel, whatever it is. And so I think over time you you kind of are going to design for the opposite of what you might wear, or I'm sure you do the same thing with your line. And that's part where probably challenges me the most, like even like with color cosmetics, like knowing, you know, what's out there, you have to rely on a lot of people to help you with like all the different tones and like all the different kinds of, of skin out there. Eyes, like even doing other people's makeup because I can do my makeup all day long, but when you're doing other people's makeup, like it's, it's a completely different experience. And even though I used to do that way back in the day, I didn't do it very often anymore. And so I started doing it again. Like I had my sister-in-law come over. I had my assistant. I had my hairdresser, like just doing their makeup and like 
it's just such a fun gift, you know, you do it and they just feel so good. And it's just such a great feeling. And like my, actually my hairdresser, she's crazy, by the way, Suzette, she literally slept in her makeup when I did it. She's like, no, girl, I'm going to sleep in my, are you kidding me? Like she took like all these headshots. Like no. good glam makes you want to do that. Like what's yeah, your makeup? It does. You're like, I don't really want to wash this off yet. I know. I know. It looks really it's good. so fun. Everyone that is listening is probably one of us. Like when it comes to like, they care about this stuff, you know what I mean? So I don't feel weird talking about it because I think that it's just one of those things that you either are in it or not. And if you're not, you might be in it if somebody like shared it with you and like you got that feeling, you know what I mean? Like if, if someone that was like, oh, I, I know your makeup's really like more about like less is more, right? And my makeup's a little bit more out, like more is more. <laughs> but I do like less is more too. Like I'm I like, like more is more too. There's like less is more is hard. <laughs> more is more is easy. And I think that less is more is really hard. Like when I'm over, you know, in Oklahoma on the ranch, like I want to, you know, put makeup on that's lighter and feel good. And I feel like it, I find it challenging because it's like, oh my God, like where are the lashes? So when you're in Oklahoma, though, like what's your like everyday makeup look like if you're just doing your makeup yourself just to like not go anywhere at some days. It depends on the weather because like we like to garden a lot, too, like on a big scale, like really garden, like huge sunflower patches and like so there's a lot of, you know, outdoor like and it gets really hot there and it, the weather's crazy. And so sometimes it just has to be no makeup. And yeah, and it kind of feels good too to do that once in a while. The brand is available at Sephora. So why Sephora? Why did you want to launch there? Sephora still feels new. Being that I used to work at the makeup counter and have that experience of behind and wanting to be like behind the counter, but feeling a little intimidated, feeling like they know everything. I know nothing like you know, even like going into like maybe a Mac store back in the 90s when it was like all artists and, uh, you know, like even as being me, like I would feel intimidated to go in there because it's like I just would. What do you do with these pigments? Like what it, what is this makeup? Like everything was so artistic. It felt out of my league. You know what I mean? And then this great idea comes along and it's Sephora, right? It's supposed to be this place where you can just touch everything yourself and like see a bunch of brands all together and like you know, have the experts there if you need them. And like, I think it's just like a great idea and makes, it takes a little bit of the intimidation and pressure out of it. You know what I mean? And it just feels kind of new still for me, but at the same time, I know they've been around and they're, they've been just so great as partners, as you would know, because you're there as well as they're just all about like, how can we help? Like we, they build brands, they're great partners. They're, you know, I'm not an expert on everything, especially when it comes to just knowing everything else that's out there. Like I'm not, I'm not a marketing genius. I'm not, I just want to make great makeup and make stuff that I want to wear and share it with people. Like it, it's pretty simple. Everybody there has been awesome. And, you know, I've had a lot of different partnerships throughout my career and a lot of different people that come in and out. And when you find people that you feel like you, that understand who you are and aren't trying to force things on you, like that want you to be you, that's what I like. If there's one thing I talk about all the time, it is my aura ring. I'm wearing it right now and I always have it on and I love that they are always improving and adding features and functions that are helpful for me and the things that I care about. They recently partnered with The Natural Cycles. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is check my aura ring app. And with this partnership, it's a hassle-free way to plan or prevent pregnancy while receiving holistic health tracking benefits of a wearable. 
Oura Ring measures your temperature trends while you sleep. And then what Natural Cycles does is uses temperature trend data from Aura to determine your fertility status. Natural Cycles is the only FDA-controlled birth control app. And because Aura automatically measures your temperature trends while you sleep, you don't have to remember to take your temperature as soon as you wake up. And Aura really helps you understand your cycle and how it can impact your sleep, activity, and habits. So it's really helpful no matter where you are in your reproductive health journey. Aura Ring comes in five beautiful finishes. I have mine in rose gold, and it really is the best tool for me, and I love it for so many things from tracking my cycle to my steps. Visit AuraRing.com LWM to learn more about how you can take control of your health with Aura and natural cycles. My wellness routine is something that's really a routine for me and part of my daily habits no matter where I am in the world. And especially when I'm traveling, I like to also make it a part of my wellness routine because it makes me really just feel my best on vacation and I have that time for self-care. With over 200 destinations around the world, Weston Hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. With signature offerings that help you move, eat, and sleep well, Weston Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance your well-being. At Weston, you can work out however you want with a variety of fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you're away. You can maintain your focus with their Weston Workout Fitness Studios equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You could even go on a group run, which is so amazing to do when you travel because I really think running and going on walks is an amazing place to see local areas. You can be led by Weston's Run Concierge, a running guide and buddy who makes it easy for you to see all the areas. And wherever you are, run like a local because they have Weston's three and five mile scenic running maps, making it really easy for you to find the best route to explore on foot. Eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu designed with foods that make sure you meet your nutritional needs. When I travel, I'm always looking for foods that make me feel my best. And Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind. Choose what's right for you. And Weston makes it really easy for you to continue nourishing your health no matter the destination. Recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. You can wind down naturally and sleep well with lavender balm, which really helps to ease tension and soothe the senses. At Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Weston. So speaking of makeup, I want to know, Gives, what's your best seller? My, I, uh, I think it's our mascara, actually, which is, like, awesome because I know it's... I've it, tried it. The thing is, it's so competitive. Like, you just can't even believe it. And everyone comes out with such good stuff. And, and some of the point of difference is just not that point of difference. You know what I mean? So... Like when we were making this mascara, I just wanted to make something that was because I don't really I wear false lash, lashes almost every day. Luckily, I know how to put them on. Like I, it took me a long time to learn how to do that as well. But I so it's like for me, the mascara is really like something that just holds my lashes on. So you really need that like base. I had said I think this mascara is incredible, but I feel like it needs a little bit more dry time so I can play and, and work with it a little bit and build it a little bit. And they were like, OK, well, we don't think it needs that we think you just need to try these six different brushes and that will fix it for you. I was like, that just sounds really weird and a gimmicky idea. Like, I don't see how a brush can make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just couldn't see that the formula, you're going to let it dry, like have a like longer dry time or not. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyways, we, we all went and we all, like the whole team tried it and we ended up with D, which is the <laughs> brush that, that's on there. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's one of those things where it was, it was just how much product was getting on the brush. And these are things that I'm still learning, you know, and it's really fun. I mean, I, I have fun doing it. And then for one of the products that you think deserves more love, which one do you think it is? Well, this is the problem. You're asking me to choose between my children. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's nothing that I'm going to put out that I don't love. Right. So I think that for me, like all of my lip formulas, obviously, is the first thing I started with just because you have to start somewhere and 
felt like people kind of wanted my red lip forever and finally got to do that. It was, I, I feel like the formulas are really, really good. Like, I feel like my matte lipstick is, because that's what I pretty much wear. I'm worn for a million years and to try to beat what I used to wear on stage and to be able to wear it all day long. Cause I think a matte lipstick can be so drying and uncomfortable. And, you know, I'm so like militant with like, it doesn't matter. Like I can get through the day. Like I, it doesn't, I'll be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Look at me right now. I'm like in fishnets <laughs> and like for no reason, but I'll do it. I'll suck it up. But you have to think like a lot of people just are at work and they don't want to have that feeling, you know? So I wanted to get something that was comfortable and like, but also long wearing and all the things. And so I feel really proud of those. I think that I love my lip glosses. My lip glosses are, they're amazing. I have a lip liner on today. I hate to be like so like into it, but I I, I love the brow pencils and yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things you can't force it on people. You just have to be like, try it for yourself. And you never know. It's like with TikTok, especially like people will just try one product and then all of a sudden it's like everyone's loving something. You like didn't know where it like came from. And just like sometimes it just like needs the love because you're like, I know this formula is amazing. I know this product is great. People just need to like try this thing. Yeah. And I think it's really easy on TikTok to be like, I want that. You know, like you just watch somebody put put it on and you're like, oh my God, that looks amazing. I need to try that. I'm always buying things. I'm like a big product junkie. So I'm like influenced by everything I see on TikTok, everything I see online. I'm like just trying and buy. I like love to try everything. I just want to try I it. was just going to tell you my my little, I don't know what you call her, my son's girlfriend, Lola. She loves your products oh, so much. She does. She They got so excited when they saw Thanks, that, Lola. That, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> okay, you mentioned Pinterest. Do you scroll on Pinterest? I do. You know, when I go to Pinterest, when I like when I'm on the voice and I have to do like a lot of looks in a row, I, I like to go on there and be like, oh, like I want to do, you know, like a 70s makeup look or whatever. And then you just go back through and like have references of, oh, I didn't remember like, oh, bottom lashes or what color blue is that that they used to wear? You know, those kinds of things just kind of for reference or yeah, for sure. I don't I feel like I used to use it more, but now with TikTok and with other places to go. There's so many different places to go look. And for any kind of inspiration, like where do you go to like, or is there something that you do? Like, let's say you're feeling uninspired. You want to write a song. Mm-hmm. What's I, your pray, I pray a lot. Prayer is like the huge, it seems like such a weird abstract thing, but I usually, my routine usually, especially if I'm like on a glam day, like I'll wake up, shower, do all that stuff, put my moisturizer, whatever it is. And then if I'm doing my own makeup, it's my own makeup. But if I'm not, same thing. I have, I just go to like, listen to some, the daily gospel, <laughs> you know, try to listen to some reflection on that. Try to think about what it is that I need to do in my life outside of everything else I'm doing. That is like, what is my purpose? Like, how do I, how do I hit that purpose? You know, like, because we all do have that. We have these gifts for a reason, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't want to like, end up dying and not like do my purpose and it's really hard because there's a lot of distractions you know and there's a lot of like weird distractions we were like why am I caring about that we talked about it earlier it's like I need to just do what I'm supposed to be doing you know and I know I'm I'm kind of talking around in circles but that is really a big part of who I am and people ask me that all the time like I mean even before I go on stage like I think about the songs I've written I think I didn't write those songs those songs were handed down it was a miracle like they were just handed down to me and th- those were gifts to me. And the fact that they actually impact people's lives is just like, that is a miracle. And so when I go on stage and sing those, I am in prayer. Like I am in like prayer of gratitude, you know, like, you know, going back to the moment in time, what, what inspired me to write the song, like, you know, whatever pain I was going through, I had to go through, like we all have to go through in our lives. Like, you know, that is a huge 
gigantic part is my faith and who I am and who I've always been, you know? And so it's a big ritual. And when I do my makeup before stage, which I always do my own makeup, I've always done my own makeup, it's just always listening to prayer, always in prayer. And so I they think the two kind of go together for me is getting ready and being glammed and then praying and trying to get myself like focused to to be the best version of myself that day. And it's just little goals, you know, every day. But that's just me. And how do you filter out some of those distractions? Like when you're like, okay, there's too much going on. What do you do? I This is such a crazy day to be getting interviewed because interviews are weird because like normal people in life don't, you have your girlfriends, your mom, your friends you talk to about your life, but being interviewed is like, <laughs> you really start to think about yourself. Like, and you go back and you're like, and even like being on The Voice, I'm on The Voice this season and you're basically going through the journey of these people that have these dreams and you've already lived it, right? You've already got to do what they want to do. And so you start to think so much about your career and your life and how it's going by and have I done enough and I have I done it right and am I a good person? All those things, those questions, we all question ourselves, right? I think I just like assess it. Like we were talking about earlier when I walked in, like today was a huge day for that. It's like really thinking about like, why am I working so hard? Like I want to, you know, be there for my kids. So it's just really trying to find the balance and scheduling around, you know, what's important. And for anyone that's a mom out there, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Like, I know we're all just trying to get through the day, but it just goes so fast. Next thing you know, you're like, dang, I wish I was, I wish I was getting woken up in the night and having to nurse my baby right now. Cause that is over. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it it's, it's painful because they just, they grow and then they have their own lives. And, you know, I think it's really just a, trying to be present. I mean, we all struggle with it and it's fun to talk about it. And just, I think it feels better to kind of talk about it because I know that we all do it. And how do you get that balance? The balance is just being, I guess, intentional and being like, okay, I know this is what I care about. Yeah. It's really hard though. Cause I feel like there's so many things and you want to say yes to things and you love doing things. So it's like, you love the voice. You want to be there. You love the yeah, brain. Yeah, you yeah. want to be there. But then it's like, okay, you need like your me time to like go garden. <laughs> Spend yeah. time by yourself. I think it's just really trying to like say no to certain things that you don't need to be doing. Like, you know, things that aren't important. We all know what those things are in our lives. We just have to be disciplined. And we talked a little bit about your morning routine. You get up, shower, pray, get ready, do your glam. Do you have a nighttime routine? Pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> Wash off the makeup. <laughs> your Dove soap. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I do actually use the body. I like that. I love. I it's use so Dove nice. body soap yeah. too. It's my favorite. I do. I use it. I like that like cucumber one and the, and the, yeah, pretty, and the coconut and, I just, you know, it's very rare that I get like a lot of time at that time because that's that is like after dinner, just get the makeup off, like, and then it's like bedtime and books and you know all that. I take. Do you have any kids? I no kids. Oh, just a dog. Just a dog. <laughs> you have to put the dog out to go pee. Yeah, you know the whole routine. <laughs> it's one of these days, but it's like you know you never think it's like the right time, and so it's like you're always like oh like maybe one more year, one more year, one more year, and then the years just keep passing. So I guess the time is like never right was basically what all my mom friends say. Yeah, I think it's really a lot of it's God's timing anyways, because it's kind of one of those miracles like, you know, getting pregnant is just what it's how is it's so such a miracle and it's such an incredible blessing to be a mother. I think it's really cool to be a mom to older kids because you don't dream of that when you're a little girl. Like when you're a little girl, you're like, I want a baby doll. I want a baby. I want to dress them up. I want to kiss them. I want to. I'm going to change the diaper. I'm going to like burp them and I'm going to like put them in my stroller. Like all the things that you dream of when you're a little girl and you have a baby, it is that. But then that's such a short amount of time of what they are. And so for me to be able to like each stage has been, 
you know, hard and amazing at the same time. And I look now having teenagers, oh, so emotional. And my mom used to always tell me like, I loved it so much when you were teenagers. It was my favorite. Like we would just drive around and I would be, she'd basically like, because we were four of us and we would, all the music from that time period was like the backdrop of, you know, we had great music during high school years. It was like, you know, it was when Madonna came out and like Depeche Mode and like The Cure and like Madness and all this, all these mad, like amazing groups. And so she would always be like, when those songs come on, she'd be like, oh, that was the greatest. Then again, my mom was only like 40 years old when I graduated. So she's like, she would just always tell me though that that was my favorite time of having kids, even though people complain about teenagers being rebellious, all the things. But it's just so cool, especially boys, watching them become them and watching your impact on them and watching them just be them. It's just so cool. It really is scary and cool. And how has being a mother changed for you now that they're teenagers? I think it's hard to go like, you don't want to be here for dinner? Like, (laughs) what's wrong with you? I'm the greatest. (laughs) But you think back to yourself and you're like, I wanted to be out doing this and doing that. Like, you want to be with your friends. You want to, it is hard. It's a hard adjustment. But at the same time, when we are all together and that is just like, it's, you just even are like, oh my God, you're just just so in love with them. You know, they're just so, they're just, it's just so, they're so cute. I love how happy you look when you're talking about that. Oh my God. It's so scary being a mom though. It's so hard. It's just, it never, it's, it's never not hard. And I know anyone that's listening that has uh, kids, you know, and a lot of people that I know that have had careers similar to mine that we work really hard. We've always worked really hard, but it's, we're lucky because the work we have done is like been our passion. So it doesn't mean it's not hard and we don't work hard. It just means that we got so lucky, you know, and then you go back to be the mom and you're like, oh my God, this is the hardest job I've ever had to do. And everyone says that too. But it's also like, God, thank God I got to do it. You know, it's been great. You talked about luck a few times, like with yourself, how you got lucky and like the songs came to you and, and being on The Voice now, I think it gives you a lot of perspective probably. So what does it made you think about like your own career and where you've been able to take your life? I just think, well, like I said, I'd done that show in Anaheim last weekend. I think it was two, yeah, last weekend. And it was kind of that weird coming home you know, like I just, it made me feel so blessed and just, it, it's really hard to like take it in that you've had any kind of success, let alone it's still, I'm still able to just be able to do things and do fun, creative things. It's like, it's, it's hard to believe it. I feel so blessed, obviously, you know, and just like we talked earlier, I still don't, I don't want to stop. Like, I don't want to like, just not be me anymore, you know, but I also want to have that balance. I think by doing the makeup line, it's been like a really cool way to be able to be home a lot too. You know, although then next thing you know, you're like, every day is like, oh, can you go talk on the, da, 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 da. and it's fun. Like, look, I'm here. I'm having the best time. It's just a lot of too many good things, I guess. It's a good problem to have. I really have some really good problems. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Wait, we didn't even it. talk about you. Oh, we don't need to talk about Where's my cards? <laughs> <laughs> Another time you can interview me. Okay. Thank you for coming on. Well, congratulations on everything. And oh my God taking the time out to talk to me and, and everything. And I, I wish you the best. I mean, I'll be, I have your products at home now. I'm going to put, I'm going to do my nighttime routine. I'm going to put my mask on your best-selling product. What's it called? Jet lag mask. Yeah. I'm going to put my jet lag mask on after this ponytail lift comes out. <laughs> well, I feel like you're probably always jet lagged going somewhere doing something. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.